chairs, staff is ready when you are. Welcome to the um, Monday, October 16th, 2003, 6 p.m. meeting of the Measure U Community Advisory Committee. The me meeting is now called to order. Will the clerk please call the roll to establish a quorum? Thank you, Chair. Uh, if members could please unmute their microphones. Uh, Member Rueb is absent. Member Sala is absent. Member Masias is currently absent. Member Wolf is currently absent. Yes. Member Gorris? Here. Member Cooney? Here. Member Riviera? Here. Member Georgioff? Here. Member Bird? Here. Member Pascal? Here. Member Diaz? Here. And Chair Dickinson? Here. Thank you, we have quorum. Uh, I'd like to just um, make note that we have a new member here, Teddy Georgioff, re re representing the Bonafide Taxpayer Association seat. Welcome. We're happy to have you here. Happy to have the seat, Bill. Before we start, I would like to remind members of the public and chambers that if you would like to speak on an agenda item, please turn in a speaker slip when the item begins. You will have two minutes to speak once you are called on. After the first speaker, we will no longer accept speaker slips. We will now proceed with today's agenda. We will start with the uh, land acknowledgement and Pledge of Allegiance. Please rise if you are able for the opening acknowledgments in honor of Sacramento's indigenous people and tribal lands. To the original people of this land, the Nisanan people, the Southern Maidu Valley and Plains Miwok, Patwin, Winton peoples, and the people of the Wilton Rancheria, Sacramento's only federally recognized tribe, may we acknowledge and honor the native people who came before us and who still walk beside us today on these ancestral lands by choosing to gather together today in the active practice of acknowledgement and appreciation for Sacramento's indigenous people's history, contribution, and lives. Please remain standing for the Pledge of Allegiance. I pledge allegiance to the flag of the United States of America and to the republic for which it stands, one nation, indivisible, with justice for all. Our first business today is approval of the consent calendar. Clerk, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on the consent calendar? Thank you, Chair. I have no speakers on this item. Thank you. Are there any members, commissioners, who wish to speak on this item? Is there a motion and a second for the consent calendar? Member Gorris, second. I'll second. Vice Chair Cooney, thank you. Will the clerk please call the roll for the vote? Thank you, Chair. Members, if you could please unmute. Member Rueb is absent. Member Sala is absent. Member Masias is absent. Member Wolf is absent. Member Gorris? Aye. Member Cooney? Aye. Member Riviera? Aye. Member Georgioff? Aye. Member Bird? Aye. Member Pascal? Aye. Member Diaz? Aye. And Chair Dickinson? Aye. Thank you. The motion passes. We will 
now proceed to the discussion calendar. Item number three is the first item on the discussion calendar and is the fiscal year 23-24 measure use spending categories and November 2018 ballot measure language. And I believe, is that an item that Vice Chair Cooney requested for ballot language? Or was that just an information item? Um, yeah, so the, <laughs> you're fine, you're fine. Um, so this item um, is uh, related to the work plan that, that I developed um, in some of our conversations around making sure our meetings are um, organized around the ballot measure language itself. So what that would look like is having our meetings uh, focused in on a category. So in January, having affordable housing, um, being something we take a look at all of our measure use spending that the city has if we want to invite folks from the city to talk about how those funds are, are used. Uh, the same thing with homelessness spending for measure U funds, um, but also community response, all of the categories essentially. Uh, and the thinking is that it would give a lot of our members here more of an opportunity to really give their expertise. Because uh, I know there are a lot of folks who do a lot of great professional work, great work in the community, and can really speak to some of those different categories. So that's the idea of this item. Um, and then just laid out are some of the, the current spending categories uh, within those areas from Measure U. I'm happy to answer any questions or, or um, any feedback any folks have. Questions, comments? Uh, member Bird. I apologize. That was, I, oh, I, used the wrong, <laughs> I used the wrong um, button. <laughs> member Pascal. Um, I was just going to say I, th I like this idea a lot. Um, I think also it would help us um, develop our recommendations and thinking because um, we are uh, have been in the situation where we're making like very, very broad uh, recommendations, um, you know, without like necessarily being able to get down into a uh, granular level about some of the programs that are funded and I think this would help um, add to our understanding as we are uh, putting things forward in our advisory role. Thank you. Uh, Member Gorris. Just want to say thank you to Vice Chair, um, the Vice Chair for putting this together and all his hard work, so thank you. Uh, Member Riviera. Thank you. So thanks for putting it together, appreciate that. But one thing that I had kind of was um, thinking, how are we gonna select the topics per month? And the next thing I wanted to, was thinking about is, I would need to have a little time in order for to select the topics because I wanna ask the community, what do they wanna hear also? So those are the only two comments that I have. But great job. Um, Member Pascal or Diaz? Yeah, 
sorry. Uh, I wanted to also appreciate the vice chair's uh, efforts on this and the committee's efforts on this. Super excited and really looking forward to discussing which topics we'll be diving into. As I know, a lot of us on this wing of the dais have specific issues we're appointed here to look over. So uh, very excited for this and appreciate all the work and effort that's gone into it so far. Getting, getting us focused on, on what topics we need to take a look at and keep focused on. So thank you. Um, and I would just add uh, on the, uh, not the next item, but the item right after that will, is the draft uh, plan. Uh, and there are drafted ideas of when we could have those conversations. None of them are set in stone. If we find that we don't want to take up housing or homelessness first, we could easily change that for another category. Um, so don't think that the, the next item I'll be speaking on is the end all be all, uh, which is definitely lots of opportunity to rearrange those categories um, and even add some. Agreed, and um, I think that also our poll that we did some months ago can give us some guidance on prioritizing the topics. Um, Member Gores. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, so, Vice Chair Cooney, so if we have any ideas or if we think in that we're missing any categories that are, are near and dear to, to some of us in our district, um, what's the procedure? Do we just email you? Do we email Ash? How, how, what's the procedure for that? Yeah, I believe uh, if you let me know you know, whenever you have that information, I could edit, make edits and changes to the document we currently have. Um, I guess it would be, if we didn't approve it tonight, it would be our next meeting that we could pivot this to and then have a final take a look at that document, make sure everything looks great. So there is still some time. Um, but I guess the appropriate way to give those comments would be now, but if you could also reach out to me think that would be okay. I know there are some Brown Act issues if we have too many folks weighing in on it, potentially. Yeah, I'll look to our attorney for that one. Yeah, so that may be considered a serial meeting depending on how many people provide input. Um, so I would say that you, have, you should use this time to provide your comments over the next meeting. Okay, thank you. And for the record, before we move on to the next item, I had no speaker slips on uh, this item. Thank you. Any more comments on this item? Uh, Member R Riviera. Thank you. What's he, his attorney's name? Angel. Angel. So if we were all, I need some clarification. That's why I'm going to ask you this. So if we were all to submit suggestions to... Um, Vice Chair Cooney, that would be a violation of the Brown Act? That, that's correct. It would be considered a serial meeting. Oh, okay. Thank you. But you can provide the recommendations now or in an open um, forum at the next meeting if there's supposed to be a continuing meeting for this. Can members provide feedback to staff? I, 
I think that it would run afoul of the same provision if staff then forwards that to the vice chair. Member Riviera. So if that's the case, I'd like to hold it over to the next meeting for approval because we're going to, I don't want to violate the Brown Act. I'll jump in really quickly and just clarify a couple things. Number one is the actual vote isn't going to be until item five. So I'm sorry for kind of the, the scattered agenda order this evening. Um, this agenda item is really to just provide some additional context so it wasn't all jam-packed into the work plan agenda items. Item, um, and then on that item, I wanted to also clarify, since that final document that you approve, your work plan, is intended to go to the PNPE committee, Personnel and Public Employees Committee, their next meeting is actually tomorrow, um, but it's their last regular meeting of the year, and so they won't be meeting again until January. So that's a long way of saying if um, you wanted to have this item discussed in your November meeting, that would not necessarily slow it down from being able to go to the PNPE committee for consideration. Thank, thank you. Um, so I, I would also suggest that as we have this discussion on item five, if you do have high priority issues, to, to call them out tonight and and give some context for why you think it's a high priority issue. Member Riviera. Thank you. Could we, um, let's say we voted and we wanted the things to go the way it's listed. Can we make alterations later on? Updates? If we have a discussion tonight And approve, yeah, and approve a draft tonight. We would still be able to revise at our next meeting if we haven't adopted that draft as final. So, if we adopted the the draft as final tonight, can we down the line make updates or changes? If the motion, if the motion is made to um, accept the draft. Um, the draft report and to um, forward that to city council or, or sorry, the PNPE committee, um, there will not be a chance for additional changes. So if you did want to have a discussion tonight, staff could take those recommendations back, uh, change things based off the discussion you had, um, and then come back with it at the next scheduled meeting to review those changes and finalize from there. That is, that is acceptable. Thank you. Mm -hmm. I'll also add, once your work plan is approved, you still have your agenda log, um, which appears on every meeting's agenda, and that's the document where you can request to add additional items that you would like the committee to consider. And so I will say we haven't necessarily thought through how much of your work plan is going to be set in stone for the year 2024 versus being able to accommodate um, changes to that work plan if there you know if an issue comes up in the community and there's interest in measure you funds for a specific purpose I'm, I'm not sure what that scenario would look like but really what I'm getting at is 
there are sort of two bites at the apple here. One is your, uh, your work plan, which is gonna really lay out your, your vision for next year, but you also have your agenda log that appears on every meeting agenda, and you can always use that as a tool to request um, additional items for discussion um, throughout the year, next year. Member Gorris. So I was gonna make a comment being with uh, the PMP committee, just having one meeting tomorrow and then breaking till January, uh, maybe make a suggestion that we maybe pick three categories that we kind of send forward to them and kind of see if we have some dialogue or they approve, approve a draft for us right now. And then as uh, Ash just mentioned, maybe we can put an agenda log in the future if we wanna make any adjustments or there are other things that pop up that we can deal with at that time. But I just think um, it's valuable that we take advantage of the time and really give the PMP something and we start moving on some of these, uh, these items. Uh, because that meeting is tomorrow, we wouldn't be able to add anything to the agenda here. Um, however, there is the public comment section if you wanted to um, uh, attend the meeting and uh, say a few words regarding the, um, the committee here. Okay, thank you for the clarification, and uh, <laughs> thank you. Any other comments? Yeah, I do, I do think it's to our advantage that we have this time, this meeting and um, November's meeting to, to get things refined and turned in in January <laughs> or, or whenever. Um, any, any other comments on this item? Sorry, I just buried my agenda. Um, next item is item four, approval of Measure U Community Advisory Committee Fiscal Year 2021-22 Annual Report. And this is, as I recall, the report that we're required by the ordinance to submit each year. And we're usually but two years behind in our submittal. And, and for our new member, that's due to the fact that once, the, by the time the city gets the information we need to make an assessment, and then we process it through our discussion, it just, it ends up being a couple years behind. Um, and first, are there any members of the public who wish to speak on this? Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips. Thank you. And um, could I um, put Member Diaz on the spot, as I've <laughs> already done with Vice Chair Cooney, and ask him to present on this item since he took the job of, of drafting it? Yeah, absolutely happy to talk about it. Uh, I've been waiting to talk about it since September, so happy to be reviewing it today. Yeah. Um, so I'll give it just a brief overview for members here as uh, the chair just mentioned. You know, this is a quick review of fiscal year 2021-2022 of Measure U expenditures and a little bit of analysis and insight from our end. Now, I'm recognizing that I was not part of the Measure U committee at the time, so I really built this up 
of you know, historical documents and other meetings and my efforts to provide this analysis on behalf of our committee. So just briefly through it, it is on page three of the 48-page document attached in the agenda. Uh, it starts a little bit of background, purpose of our committee and what we're here for, and then gets into some of the observations and findings. You know, of course, uh, the budget year expenditures were audited by an independent auditor, uh, concluded that the funds were collected, allocated, and expended in conformance with the ballot measure. Um, and then consistent with the, our responsibility to provide recommendations, uh, there was some feedback here as well. You know, my main sort of commentary note was, while the final allocations did not match the original ambitions and requests of the Measure U Committee, you know, I do think we can find it encouraging that we received some seed funding for the participatory budget pilot in this effort. So I want to give a big credit to the Measure U Committee iteration that got that done. I know that was not easy. A little bit of review of what the pilot has done so far, since this will be going to the city council, what ensure that they knew the really great work that's been done, uh, the, the scope of the process, the results of the process so far, and our hopes for what it's gonna look like, and include a list of the projects that were funded. And then finally, a bit of a comparison there on the charts on page four of the expenditures under Measure U and the original asks of the committee at the time when they submitted their requests. And just concluding with a final note and dialogue that we want to continue to ensure public transparency and accountability for these funds and that the committee looks forward to working with the council on the next set of Measure U dollars, uh, which I know will be the subject of a lot of the discussions that we'll be having uh, next year and this year as well. Uh, and then attached, we have a few other documents that seem pretty standard to be include in the submission. Uh, it's the final Measure U budget and the Measure U sales tax performance audit that was mentioned in the letter itself. So that all together, as I understand it, Ash, will be what we'll be submitting to the council and that will conclude our review of fiscal year 21-22 and hopefully submit it just in time at the end of 23 for us to meet our mandate. Happy to answer any questions, but uh, that's pretty much the overview of the product and happy to be delivering it over to the city council uh, if we approve it here tonight. Thank you, appreciate your efforts on this. Um, Vice Chair Cooney. Yeah, I just wanted to give you a huge shout out for helping develop it. Uh, when I first started on this committee last year, uh, that was one of the first projects I worked on, actually with, with Chair Dickinson. So <laughs> thank you so much. I know it was a busy time for you as well, but uh, it looks great. And I think, I know it's a year behind, but it also gives us a great template moving into next year of how to update it and, and those key areas to really look for at funding. Uh, Member Sala. Okay. Um, I want to say that you did an outstanding job of putting this together and really capturing um, our work, some of our concerns, and and articulating it in a way that is very clear and direct. I particularly like the part about um, our recommendations and what was actually funded and not being able to track it to see uh, where what happened with some of our recommendations. And then again, something that we say, it's almost like a broken record, that we need measurements um, and accountability. And you restated that in a really, in a, a real direct manner. And um, so thank you. You captured our, I think, last year, some of our concerns 
and going forward, just reiterating it again. I have a couple of uh, questions. One is how, so this report will go to budget and audit, correct? Is that the process or it goes straight to city council? It goes to the budget and audit committee and we are planning to bring it to them in December. December, okay. So is that the time that we, we can um, make comments and just reiterate the point, the important points that are being made as to we, we need to have measurements and, there, and we need to be able to track these so that the public can see exactly. We made a recommendation, this is what was funded, and then this is, the department said they were gonna do X, Y, and Z, and this was the result of the funding, whether it made a difference or not. The benchmarks, if you will. So is that appropriate at that time just to restate that and make it really clear that that's what we need attention to? Because this is, since I've been here, we've been saying this. And, um, and then the other point, is, I don't know if it's appropriate here, is the measure, um, the participatory budgeting. And I really appreciate that you, you put that together and, and, it's, and it's in this report. Um, because we still have that ask out there for mid-year review. And I know there was supposed to be a workshop that the mayor said he wanted to do in September. It didn't happen, and we're in October. It's not gonna happen in October. And, and the only reason I think the importance is, even though you've articulated it in here, is I, I, I just think it's important for the city council to hear from beginning to end. We're not at the end because we won't have the data as to the outcome. Of the results of this funding, but we will. We do have the organizations that were funded and the creativity of of this work for not a lot of money that I want the city council to hear. So mid-year budget comes around, at least they'll say, okay, it's worth funding them the million dollars, and not say let's wait until the end of these projects that delays it a whole another year for that to happen. So. I don't know how to how to bring that up at the budget and audit and to get it on their agenda and and we're running out of time, so I'm not sure. I'm just putting that out as a question because that's still a concern of mine that that happened. Because he he the mayor did say he wanted a workshop, and it didn't happen. Thank you. Um, I think that's a good next step in our discussion. Member Diaz? Yeah, I was just gonna add on in support of the idea, um, you know, looking forward to it being submitted. If it's in December, that would be great. If there's a public comment opportunity, perhaps be happy to, to join you to just sort of reiterate some of our goals here, especially if we approve this letter today. And uh, as stated in there, and as I'll happily state any time, really uh, supportive of the participatory budget pilot and would love to see a 2.0 round. So perhaps as we plan out our work next year, trying to demonstrate the impact and the grants going out and the work being done, keeping the council very closely updated seems really important to ensure we get a second iteration of the program going too. So happy to back you in any efforts uh, in that realm. Thank you. I would um, strongly request, recommend that we make a presentation to the council as the Measure U Committee 
and that either the chair or vice chair and member Diaz take the lead in making that presentation. It is not appropriate in my mind for this to be a public comment item. It is, we are a city commission, uh, committee, sorry, we're a city committee. We're required to submit a report to the council and we should be submitting a report to the council with our formally. And um, does that? Yeah, I should clarify that's typically what we've done. So there's no, um, uh, there's no reason why you wouldn't be able to present your recommendations to council. That's I, I, I hope not, but, 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 but things have hiccuped uh, more than once mm -hmm. for us. So I just, I, I just want to get it on the record and get the date so that those of us who um, need to be there or want to be there um, can calendar it. Thank you. Um, any more discussion on this item? Member Sala. So when we report to the city council on this um, participatory budgeting, can we, it would be nice to have um, member or Deborah Otokan to be part of this and also maybe select some of these um, programs that have been funded that are already on their way. Like I know they had the Joshua's heart, heart, that already happened. And there's a few other that are on their way and there was a few weeks ago a, um, a news conference on one of the programs we funded that they maybe be given an opportunity to just highlight their programs that they'd be invited as part of this? That's me. <laughs> uh, I think that's a great, <laughs> I love that idea. Uh, just to echo that, I was uh, just going to chime in and say uh, that I'd be happy to make a motion to approve if we were at that uh, point of the discussion and uh, to uh, approve the report as, um, presented in the agenda and uh, to hopefully ask the staff to uh, ensure that we have a speaking slot at the appropriate uh, meeting to give a presentation if that's a formal request that we need to make um, and uh, uh, and to invite participants from the participatory, participatory budgeting project uh, if we can as well. Second. Thank you, Chair. If all members could please unmute their microphones. Member Rueb is absent. Member Sala? Yes. Member Macias is absent. Member Wolf is absent. Member Gorris? Yes. Member Cooney? Aye. Member Riviera? Aye. Member Georgioff? Aye. Member Bird? Yes. Member Aye. Pascal? Aye. Member Diaz? Aye. And Chair Dickinson? Aye. Thank you, the motion passes.
present. Mm -hmm. So circling back, um, so this is the official plan, uh, work plan for the rest of this year and a little bit of next year going through. It is definitely a draft plan. Uh, the areas that I focused on were housing, affordable housing, and homelessness services. That's something that we all highlighted in the survey and also just in having conversations with folks. Those are what a lot of people were interested in seeing how those funds were being spent, what the long-term plans were, things of that nature. So that's what I prioritized. And I use that in conjunction with the subcommittee requests. So having us have a formal discussion, say, about homelessness. And then in a week or two, our subcommittee would meet, synthesize those conversations into either a one-pager or however we, we decide as a group that we'd like to have that information gone through. Um, but also having that subcommittee give the opportunity, one, to meet, but two, to really dive a little bit deeper and figure out what do we even want to pull apart from these conversations, whether it's a singular um, list of suggestions for the council or if we want to keep it and compile it and revisit all of them together when budget happens again, because then we'd already have uh, uh, combined discussions from public safety, housing, or uh, homelessness services, and affordable housing services. So those are the areas that I focused on uh, after budget. I think I also highlighted uh, parks and libraries is one of the ones to have a discussion on, um, and also 911 response. So the funds that go to our fire department, local police services, um, Department of Community Response, things like that. And happy to answer any questions or if folks have suggestions um, on either categories we should prioritize or ideas with how we can synthesize that information once we speak. Um, and additionally, I think we can really lean into our agenda log if we wanna bring folks uh, to come speak with us, if we wanna bring additional items, have city representatives come talk to us about particular areas. Uh, that would also be something to, to lift up. Thank you. Um, Member Diaz. Yeah, uh, I first, again, want to just reiterate, I'm very happy with the calendar as presented and appreciate the work and the strategy, really, of how we want to make the most uh, best use of this time that we have. Uh, just a couple of comments and thoughts. I am a big supporter of starting with affordable That's on January of, uh, in January because the point in time count for the greater Sacramento area will be the 24th and 25th of January. So I think it's very aptly placed at the top of the calendar there. Uh, and also I think a lot of us recognize how urgent of an issue it is. So I think I had a very specific conversation of that in the lead up to the point in time count, which would be later that week, I believe, is fantastic. I uh, also appreciate the focus of starting there with 911 fire services. Uh, and the inclusion of youth programming specifically, I also am very happy about as the, um, I think, a measure CO representative that includes youth programming in its jurisdiction. The one note I'll add, um, I don't think we need to jam in anywhere in particular or start moving in order, but if we have meetings where we're looking to fill in or planning towards 2025, would love um, to the extent measure you funds go towards addressing environmental issues or transit-related issues, public transit specifically, We'd love to have a discussion on that. But other than that, love the first three, particularly the March participatory budget update. I think it's a great order there to start off the year, and you'd have my full support on it. Thank you. Um, Member Riviera. Thank you. One of the things that this past year when we did the, the budgeting, 
what I noticed is that there was not enough outreach, either by this, anyway, not enough outreach into the communities and the communities of need. So I'd like to see if we're gonna be doing this so we emphasize, or I'd like to know what type of outreach they're gonna do in each category, if, that, if this is the right time to ask for that. But outreach is very important and What I can say is that I don't, I don't see it even listed here as asking each one of them. Whoever from the city comes up, we want to ask them speak or whoever makes a presentation, what kind of outreach did you do? So my concern is outreach. Um, member Georgioff. Yeah, I just want to uh, echo Member Diaz in saying I think this is a pretty smart way of attacking the agenda items, I guess, like going through each one of these categories and talking about them. So we have like focus on one of them um, per meet. Um, but I also wanna sort of echo what Member Sala was saying before about getting data back from the programs that are underway. So if we have like, for example, a few of them have already more or less come back with some good findings, if we can include those in the items that we're going through with this calendar, it might be a good idea to have it structured in a way that like, oh, we know that this program will have some data back for us by this time, maybe we factor in that into the discussion. So if, for example, something with, um, uh, to take a, an example item might be like participatory budgeting, for example, if we know that some programs are gonna come back soon with some data, soon it might be wise to like put that one like in association with that, if that makes sense, yeah. Thank you. Uh, Member Sala. So in regards to community outreach, Measure U completely funds the Community Engagement Office, 100% funding. So it would be good to hear from them as to what they're, you know, the things that they're doing and how, you know, what are, what we would like to see them do or how they can do it better or support them, et cetera. But it would be good to have a report out from them as, because that's their main responsibility. Um, and in that, I, I know that we, this is a work plan for one year and we do have to prioritize and there's our big lofty priorities. But, and maybe that could just be a, um, a parking lot issue is I really liked, and on top of affordable housing, I, I, I think important one, and maybe that can fall under affordable housing is neighborhood revitalization. I, and I'm just thinking about garden land. So it's, a, it's an old neighborhood that um, has very little investment in, up, in revitalizing that community. I, I like what is being done in Oak Park around, I, I, and I, I like parts of what they're doing in Oak Park. I know I'm not suggesting that we get the people that live there and, and get them out and, and bring in, I don't want gentrification, um, but, there needs to be investment in neighborhoods, the old neighborhoods that generational families have been living there, but they don't have the disposable income to, to revitalize that community. How, how Measure U can play a role in that. But, but I don't know if that's under affordable housing or maybe we just put that as a parking lot for next year because we're not gonna get, I mean, we'll be lucky if we, we take on um, two of these for the year, so 
those are my comments and thank you for again doing this work. Thank you. Thank you, Member Sala. Um, to um, Member Riviera's comment about community outreach, which I think is a really important one, and I, I and I tie it to Member Sala's comment about where Measure U is funding the entire community engagement office. So, figuring out a way to leverage the work of that office to to outreach on the things we think need outreach on makes sense to me. I mean, it, and I don't, I, I, maybe this is a question for Ash, I don't know exactly how to do that, but, um, you know, if we're, if we're doing something, let's just choose the top of the list, but something on affordable housing, how do we engage with community engagement to let them know that we're going to be doing this and that we need their expertise to get the right people to be aware of our conversation. Uh, Member Pascal Diaz. Thank you. Um, along the lines of this discussion around community engagement, um, I remember at the meeting where uh, the council was looking at participatory budgeting, uh, the mayor saying that he envisioned the role of Measure U Committee to drive public uh, conversation and engagement around not just Measure U, but the entire city budget, something to that effect. Um, and I was, uh, obviously that's a broader discussion than I think what we have tonight, but I don't know at what point is there an opportunity to have a discussion with the, um, the council um, about, you know, what resources or um, uh, infrastructure would be needed to actually do engagement on a bigger scale, um, particularly with the um, uh, end, I think, of the, the um, opportunity for people to uh, do public comment remotely and that sort of thing. Um, <laughs> you'll notice we don't have a ton of people in the audience tonight, but are, are there some strategies that we can work with the city on either in, you know, publicizing the meetings, in actually maybe getting the, the committee out to hold meetings in different parts of the city, for example? Um, I think there's a lot to explore there in terms of engagement, and it seems like, um, you know, the mayor expressed that was something he was interested in, so I don't know if there's a, a way to move that forward, I guess. Can we... Can we put that on the agenda log? Uh, specifically, this is a request to receive a presentation from the city's community engagement office. Is that right? I think, a, a, I think it's a little bigger than that, which is how do we engage with the community engagement office to take, to, to do the community outreach we're charged with in the ordinance. So what, you know, we're all volunteers, some of us may or may not be expert in community outreach, but if, if Measure U is funding community engagement mm -hmm. and we want to follow the lead of the, at least the mayor in engaging in community engagement, we need to have a conversation between our committee and community engagement to see how we, how, how we do it. Who does what? Sure. So, you know, I'd be happy to extend the invitation to the community engagement team and see, you know, if that conversation can take place and see where it goes. I will just 
say just generally as city staff, we get pulled in a ton of different directions. And so um, if the community engagement, I, I don't want to speak for them, but if they were to kind of see this as new additional workload, um, that would sort of need to be balanced and really come at the direction of the city council. So um, it, it's hard to say what, how, how this engagement, so to speak, would, would proceed. But I do think um, the city manager would probably want to receive direction from the city council that the city council sees the Measure U committee in this role. And, and I, do, um, I did hear the mayor's comments in that meeting. Um, that's just an example where um, council members, they make lots of comments and there's ideas and discussions, but really it's, it requires typically a vote. Um, by the city council to direct the city manager to allocate resources towards a specific purpose. And so um, I'm just trying to, Manage I'm thinking out loud here. <laughs> um, I mean, I, I think as a first step, it would, it would just be um, extending that invitation to the community engagement team, but I would also just advise the Measure U committee to um, really advocate for this with um, the mayor and council um, who you all advise and to the extent that mayor and council give staff direction to implement the vision that you all see I think that definitely will um, help help with your endeavors for sure thank you um, member Georgia yeah I guess I'm curious um, I can't imagine the city hasn't done some sort of community outreach at least on some of these topics and can we tap into that? Because you said you don't want to add necessarily additional work, but surely some work has been done. Um, is there something that we can get eyes on or, or get exposed to so that we could at least get that community outreach? Yeah, so, and I was specifically referring to community engagement around the city budget. And this is a topic that um, spans probably at least 10 years, I mean, obviously since the city's inception and since it's had a budget, um, those discussions have taken place about the degree to which we engage community. I will say just over the last 10 years, the city has tried a number of different strategies. Um, the, I don't know if you attended or remember these meetings maybe seven or eight years ago, um, we had teams go into communities with remote clickers and um, there would be community meetings. We would invite community members to show up. They would sort of vote in real time with these remote clickers to express their preferred um, areas for expenditures. And frankly, I, my understanding of um, the city's perception of those um, experiences was that they were not well-attended meetings. And so the city was investing a lot of time and effort to host these meetings very few people would actually show up. And so um, in recent years, that, that type of community engagement around the budget hasn't necessarily taken place. With that said, we do have a community engagement team. They do lots of engagement around specific projects and really specifically around place-based uh, inclusive economic development uh, projects. Um, Area, Aggie Square, for example, you know, a, an area that's receiving lots of investment. There's lots of concerns about um, what the potential impacts might be, both the opportunities and the challenges. And so 
our community engagement team has done a lot in that, in that respect in terms of trying to organize and, and listen to community members and figure out how to incorporate their preferences. And so um, long-winded long way of saying there's lots of activity around community engagement, and I would love to invite them so they can share that um, information with you um, around various projects that and services that's, that the city provides and projects that are taking place in the community. Um, I'm not, I, I don't have the latest, greatest information in terms of what we're currently doing around the city budget other than the anecdote I, I just previously shared about, you know, historically we have tried to have these, uh, to hold these community meetings that were not exactly well attended. And so those did sort of trail off. I guess my, my quick follow-up to that would just be, um, I wouldn't view these as like a replacement, but just like supplemental, like if there's information that we could like basically tease out from that, this, that the city has, that would be kind of probably pretty useful. Thank you. Uh, Member Riviera. Thank you, Ash, for your comments, but I do want to make a comment myself. When you talked about un the people did not show up to those meetings. In my assessment, there was lack of language outreach to the communities. There were, no, you, gotta, you had to go to the website to get information, which for me, when an outreach means that you're gonna send them a constant reminder of what the events are, you're gonna re be reaching out to language communities and organizations that reach out to the language communities and let them know that you have an interpreter there. So that was my observation as to maybe that's why not too many of the underserved community people attended. And when I did ask a couple of the individuals at one of the community centers, and they didn't even know about it until I had called them. So that's, that could be a very good, uh, that could be a reason as to why they didn't show up. I think this is a really good and, and important discussion. Um, I do think that we really need to, we need to circle back and look at our ordinance, which my recollection does call for community engagement as one of the roles for this committee. So this council has already acted on this and given direction to the city manager. I would, I would say that a conversation between our committee and the community engagement team, which would be great to have, would not be, would be a conversation about how to implement an ordinance that already exists and gives the city manager direction. Member Sala. You make a very good point, and I wanna just say that I often, and we hear it, all the time, the community knows that we all voted for that additional half cent for Measure U monies to go very, very targeted. But they often ask, where is it going? How, how are you fulfilling um, the goal as we voted for it? And, and we don't have, I mean, I have an answer, but it's not, it's not public, so we're not doing a good job of getting out and doing community engagement and really letting them know uh, where the money is going, how it's funded, what it's benefited in their community, how 
and and linking it to the the up and coming budget and getting feedback. And I think a, a model that has been implemented that I, I think has relatively been successful is when the mayor has his town halls. He, he has at least 50 to 75 people come out in his town halls. And that, it may not be hundreds, but that's a good amount. And he gets pretty good feedback because I've, I've been to several of his town halls. Um, and some of them are positive, some not so. Um, but he gets feedback, and I, I think it's, it's so the public, maybe that model didn't work out, and maybe for the reasons that member Rivera mentioned, but at his town halls, the ones I've been to, I, I, I've attended at least four of them, they're, they're pretty, 75, sometimes 100 people are there, but no less than 75. So I think there's a model already in place for that. I'd also make an observation that the community engagement team is relatively new. And, um, and this discussion, I think, really points out the need to find ways to collaborate with them. Um, because they, they're there for a purpose, we have a purpose. It, it seems to me that those are um, common purposes. And really having a discussion, dialogue with them about how how we can fulfill our purpose, how they can help us do that, and how we can help them in their responsibilities. Because um, they are new, or they're new since we were established, and, and finding a way um, to have that dialogue and, and find a way to have an ongoing collaboration makes sense to me. Uh, Jacob Redberg, City Clerk's Office. Um, the community engagement manager, Lynette Hall, did do a presentation to the Sacramento Ethics Commission at the August 28th meeting. Um, that's up on the city archives uh, and could prove useful. That would be great, but I think what you're hearing around the table is really starting a dialogue about how we leverage one another's resources in, in this effort. Uh, Member Georgioff. Yeah, I just want sort to of, sort of bring it back to the, uh, the calendar. Maybe it's a good idea to get that group, the community, uh, like figure out the partnership that we can have with them around this calendar as well so that we can focus on a specific item with them and get like outreach, community outreach around like, for example, on the like January, we're gonna discuss uh, affordable housing or something like that. We can like work with them to sort of get that outreach or at least um, community input on that item for that day. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Thank you. And, uh, Anyone else want to speak? I guess we need to bring ourselves back to the agenda item, <laughs> which is, is a work plan, and um, figure out how this conversation fits into the work plan and or how we use a conversation with community engagement to inform the work plan or, or enrich the work plan. 
Vice Chair Cooney. And um, just making sure the consensus is still that we want to wait till November to approve and kind of maybe hash this out just a little bit more. Um, I've been taking notes on what most of the folks have been saying. Um, and it sounds like, especially the trying to coincide with our community engagement and probably some other departments as well as we continue forward, I think we could also rely a lot on our agenda log to make sure that we're including some of those supplemental things. I think for the agenda, for this particular agenda item, if you have any suggestions or issues with um, how it's been timed out, I know like one of the things that would have to be adjusted would be, I think, November I listed, we'd already begin our discussions around homelessness. Maybe that one gets pushed to January, maybe in conjunction with affordable housing is what I'm thinking, so that we can be in time for the point in time count and make that a relevant conversation. And I think that tying those two together would be a great way to get more folks to show up and, and really participate in our conversation, seeing where the city has already given their funds. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I think that what we have is a great starter and if there's any comments in terms of anything else we should lift up, I think that would be, now would be a great time to, to offer those. I think that we have a great conversation going about uh, community engagement and how we can uplift and make sure people are also engaging with some of this, uh, which I really like. I think that one of the things that we've been up against is sort of hearing excitement from council members and the mayor and then not seeing necessarily the tail end of that where we get actionable steps, and I think we're doing great work. I think Measure U funds have been used across the city to do fantastic work. It's just, where's the data? Which communities have been impacted? And how can we tell people that this is happening? Mm -hmm. You voted for this, and you know there are great resources coming through, and I really wanna see us uplift a lot of the projects as they get completed. I, I know that that's been discussed as well, but I think that coinciding with conversations around what's been spent in those categories with highlighting participatory budgeting is gonna be in a major uh, opportunity for us to uplift ourselves and then the resources that we're helping facilitate and bring to folks. Um, so I, I don't know if we need to vote on this item because we're gonna bring it to next week as for more discussion. Um, but yeah, if there are any other comments you all wanna make, I've been taking notes on what folks have been saying and I'll leave it there. Thank you. Thank you. Next we will, week. however, need a vote to continue the item to the next meeting. Okay, uh, I will motion to continue this item. Do I have a second? I'll second. Uh, I'll second. Moved, by, moved by Vice Chair Cooney, seconded by Member Goris. Um, can the clerk call the roll? Uh, the motion is to continue this item till to November, our November meeting. Thank you, Chair. If members could please unmute their microphones. Member Rueb is absent. Member Masias is absent. Member Sala? Yes. Yes. Member Wolf, Member Wolf is absent. Member Goris? Aye. Member Cooney? Aye. Member Riviera? Aye. Member Georgioff? Aye. Member Bird? Aye. Member Pascal? Aye. Member Diaz? Aye. And Chair Dickinson? Aye. Thank you, the motion passes. That brings us to City Manager's Office Report to Measure You Community Advisory Committee. Chair, can I ask a quick question on the last item real quick? Yes, please. Um, I was just curious because this was good. This will be the last time, the next meeting will be the last time we get to amend this. Was that correct? I heard something about that in terms of like uh, this schedule because. This one, in November, we will adopt 
a work plan that we'll, we'll send to PP&E, um, I would take the approach of it's final, but it's a living document. Okay. So that if we see things or, or urgent items emerge, we'll figure out a way to add that to it, uh, our agenda. And the, uh, it, it probably sounds odd to hear about this agenda log and not see it in this, this month's agenda, but we do have sort of a running list of things we want to address and, and get to, and so that, that would be a place to add to, add to the work plan or modify the work plan. manager's report? Yeah, so um, no report, but just I guess the, I'll take this opportunity to clarify. Item two on your Oops. agenda tonight is the current agenda log, and Sorry. it's always a little bit confusing, so I don't uh, blame you all for this. Um, when that item appears on your agenda, this is the agenda log that was approved at the last meeting. And so the way to add items to the agenda log is on the next item, which is committee member comments, ideas, and questions. Thank you. Um, so yeah, so when we, in our November meeting, you'll see the updated agenda log. And so anything that is discussed on this next item will then appear on that log. So if there were um, things that you mentioned earlier in the meeting, this would be the time to do that. Though I, w I do want to um, note, I guess this is where we do this report, um, is that Member Wolf, Member Pascal, and I all attended the uh, City Manager's Innovation and Economic Development Committee meeting and heard presentations. I've, I've attended two of them, so <laughs> I'm getting mixed up. Um, the one we were all at was a, About the oh, the creative economy. Yes, yes. The city's doing a lot of work on the creative economy and seemingly doing a lot of outreach on the creative economy. So, and on the... Oh, ARPA. ARPA or ARA, yeah. Yeah, and so I think those discussions are intended to inform how the city deploys that money, if I understood correctly. In the previous meeting that I attended, they had an extensive presentation on um, the entertainment stuff. Um, what the city is doing to advance the entertainment economy and to, to be more um, deliberate about not treating everybody the same with respect to si size and nature of entertainment venues and that sort of thing and that not one, not one size fits all with respect to um, regulations. So they're, you know, good people seem trying to do good work, it seems to me. Okay, now to committee member comments, ideas, and questions. 
Member Gorris. Thank you, Madam Chair. Um, it's not a, really a measure you issue, but I kind of want to report this to, to the body here. Um, I sent over some pictures to staff. So I want to give a quick shout out to Assemblywoman Stephanie Wynn from District 10, which is my district. Um, Assemblywoman, as a freshman assembly member, was able to allocate and secure $1.3 million um, for a soccer field renovations. Um, I want to give a quick shout out to also to uh, Assembly Member Kevin McCarthy, who's helped her with the logistics of how to write the bill, make the request, and move it through through the, through the process. Um, it's in a time when funds are drying out, this is like an incredible, incredible thing. Uh, no city money came from the state. Um, also want to give a quick shout out to Councilman uh, Rick Jennings, who helped um, kind of help her navigate and see where the needs were, where the need was. And also to the Green Haven Soccer um, Club, Wes and Beth over there, they were able to get with the assemblywoman and here's a picture of the check, the presentation of the check. So it's a great, great thing for our community. So just wanted to share that with you folks. Awesome, thank you. Um, Member Riviera. Thank you. So I just wanted to ask everyone, did everyone get the council rule of procedure for us? Did I say that right, Jacob? I'm sorry, could you repeat that? The council rules of procedure? What was your full question, I'm sorry? Did everyone here that's a member of the Measure U, did they get the council's uh, rule of, pro of procedures for meetings, for the, U for the meeting? Um, I believe so. I believe when they were, um, when folks were initially um, brought onto the commission along with a guide to meeting facilitation as well as a few other documents, uh, a copy of the council rules and procedure were provided. Um, if not, those are um, available online. And I believe in February or March, um, uh, City Clerk Mindy Cuffey did a presentation on some of those updates um, to uh, most, if not all, the commissions. Um, and um, yeah, I can even send an email including everybody to include a copy of the most up-to-date council rules of procedure uh, as well. I think um, that might be something, I don't know, did you guys get the council rules? Did you guys read them? <laughs> okay, I guess you don't need to because everyone's got them that's new. And I can only speak, I started my position in December of last year so I can only speak from, from then on, so before, before that. Um, but yes, I'm happy to um, direct you towards where to find it. I don't have the link on me right now, but at the end of comments, I can, I can bring that up for, for you folks and the folks at home as well. Thank you. Member Sala. So yes, we, we, we received it, it was electronically. And what I had um, Mindy do for me is I had to print it all out so I have it in a binder, so it's easy for me to refer to. Um, but it was all sent to us electronically, and that's so I think it's helpful to have it present. Um, so I just need clarification. So what we just discussed earlier about what we wanted to see in future meetings, do I have to reiterate that so that it gets on, a, the, on the calendar for next? Mm -hmm on our log, I'm not clear, because we, we, we brought up several issues that we 
all said, oh yeah, we're gonna bring it up for next month. So now I need to, it needs to be reiterated to me at this ideas and questions so it gets on our log. I would only reserve the log for items that don't end up in your work plan. So the work plan is the document that is currently in draft form that we will bring back to your next meeting. Um, and I think the idea is the work plan is how you envision the year 2024 proceeding, um, sort of topics and, and um, issues that you all wanna discuss. And then maybe come January, February, March, if you think of new things, um, that might be a better opportunity to um, revise the agenda log. With that said, um, I, it sounds like there was pretty strong interest in um, getting some sort of uh, process started with the community engagement team. So I do already have that down as kind of an item Hopefully we can bring in November, um, but we'll just sort of have to ask around. Um, I, I think that's that would be the highest priority. So yeah, at this point, I would sort of reserve, if you have any specific other items, reserve them for the work plan. Um, but if there's anything in November um, that you really want to discuss, um, that, that would be the best use of the agenda log tonight is any items you wanna discuss in November. Okay, thank you for that clarification. And then one thing, and I know we already passed uh, the annual report, but I forgot to mention, and I'll mention it right now as my idea is that a year ago, not only did we want benchmark and we want data, but we, it's really important that we see it by neighborhoods. <coughs> so District D, for example, could get Measure U funds, but, but it could be going to one neighborhood and another neighborhood not getting the resources. So we had brought that, and, I, and I'm afraid that it, it, it is um, lost its focus, is that the data be broken down by zip code, or um, maybe that's too granular, but just neighborhoods, like District 3 is huge, we have West Natomas, and then we have South Natomas, and then we have Garland Northgate. And there are three distinctly different neighborhoods with different needs, but if you look at Measure U Money's so much went into District 3, it's not gonna tell you did it go in the, in the neighborhoods that really needed it. So I just, wanna, I just wanna make sure we don't lose that. So that's why I'm bringing it up. It's not to be on the log. <laughs> I think that's a uh, just a great example where um, if the city council were to consider that and direct the city manager to implement it, I think that's something we would look into. Um, we did have some initial brief conversations about it and just realized it would be a substantial undertaking to, to do that for even just the Measure U budget. Um, it just has to do with the way funds are distributed, not, in, in fact, I would say most programs aren't neighborhood specific. And so once you have a pot of funding that's going to implement a program, being able to track that at the neighborhood level, that would require staff to sort of divide, you know, in their eight hour day, how many hours did they spend on Tahoe Park? How many hours did they spend on 
Oak Park. Um, not to say it can't be done, it's just not easy to do. That, and so that's things that aren't easy for us to do. We really need direction um, and resources from council to be able to implement them. Thank you. Um, any, uh, Member Riviera. Thank you. Ash, now can that not be put in their contracts for the, for the people who get funded to ha get that data? Yes. Um, however, most Measure U funding uh, pays for city staff. So there, there is no contract for most of the 112, or sorry, I don't remember how much Measure U is right now, but of the 100 plus million dollars of Measure U, most of that goes to fund city staff positions. But they get a, I thought, now I must be totally lost on this one. So didn't we not fund projects? No, no, we, we fund projects, I'm, I, and I don't have the numbers in front of me. I don't, I don't know the percentage, but I will say most of Measure U, meaning at least uh, 50 million, probably a lot more, funds city staff positions. Um, okay, yeah. but with the projects that were funded by Measure U, are they not a, like a contract or an agreement when they, when they get their monies as to what they're supposed to do and information and data provided? Yeah, that's just a small portion relative to the overall um, amount of Measure U funding, the Measure U program. So maybe if I were just to estimate, this would be a generous estimate, 25% of, of Measure U is actually spent on contracts the other 75% is potentially spent just on staff. And sorry, I'm way speaking out of no, turn no, no, here. No. I know it, I don't no, have no. the numbers it's, in front of me. I just I mean it's, it's a, a great, small, it's I a small it's a portion. a great question, but really we, we just need the, I mean, never thought to, I never thought to ask the question, but what percentage of Measure U funding goes to city staff who are carrying out activities and projects, but projects that would not necessarily be um, contract because city staff is doing it and what percentage of Measure U funds are actually for things that are contracted out. But, at the, but what my thought... No, it, it's knowable. But my thought is if... Oh, what got funded recently? Are you asking specifically about the participatory budgeting piece? When the contracts go out and let's say you have the homeless program and we give you the contract. We can ask, I thought we could, the city could ask to say, gather this data in this contract to provide to us. Then once, if I'm the city staffer, once I get the information, I already got some data to work with. Am I totally wrong on this? I, what, we, what we don't know is what percentage of Measure U funds are contracted for external, with external contracts. Right, I but mean, the contracted per person that gets the contract under their instructions. No, but we don't, I mean, I, I'm not disagreeing with you. We just don't have the information. We can ask for the information. Right, that's what I mean. Well, one, we don't have the information about how many contracts with outside vendors, which is what we're talking about, I think. We don't know how, mu how much money, how many contracts, what for. Presumably, if there is, I mean, we just. Somebody knows it. It's totally knowable. We just haven't asked the question. And then, then to what you're trying to get at is can you ask in those contracts with external vendors, can you ask for the data that we're interested in getting? 
which I would think the answer would be yes. Am I, am, am I getting you? Um, all I want is the, whoever got this money, and I'm talking about people that were awarded the money, in their agreement that they should be right. the, the city. Yeah, yeah that's Okay, I got, I, yeah. Thank you. Um, Member Pascal or Diaz. Um, yeah, just a question about the, um, the mid-year budget process. I think there was a interest or commitment on uh, the part of some of our council members to revisit participatory budgeting in, the, in that process. Um, and I'm not sure what is the timing of that process and do we need, it doesn't seem like the council is going to come to us and say, "Hey, are you, are you still? Do you still want this?" I think we're going to have to be assertive about it, and so I'm just wondering if we know what the timeline is around that, or the process. I guess. Good question. Um, I will first say there was not a mid-year budget process this year, um, so there may or may not be a mid-year budget process next year. Um, if there is, it would occur in probably early February um, to actually prepare the committee to put forward recommendations. You probably want to finalize those in November, like literally, because it's, it's your last meeting of the year. Um, you could potentially start the discussion in November and approve them in January. Um, I would think about this December opportunity when you present your annual report to the city council to use that as a launching pad or um, an opportunity to advocate for um, your recommendations in the media budget since generally these are, you're consistently making recommendations to city council whether they're coming forward in your budget recommendations or the annual report or your work plan, these are all opportunities to get in front of council and, and sort of convey your recommendations to them. So um, whether or not you have a formal set of, of mid-year budget recommendations, it, it sounds like most of the interest is around participatory budgeting. I do think you could potentially um, include that in your oral uh, presentation around the annual report to the Budget and Audit Committee in December. Thank you. That I think it would be good if we had an item for it just so, you know, there's a documentation, there's a, you know, we can spotlight it in a, it. In yep. a formal process kind of way. We'll bring that to you in November. Any more comments? I have, I have one comment I just want to um, uh, highlight for you. Um, in last week's, I believe it was last week's Sacramento Observer, they did an, um, it, it was the lead in their um, E, E version of their um, newspaper, City Grant Helps full, Fill North Sac's Plate, and they highlighted um, the Universal Universal Cafe, which uh, was funded with $100,000 in Measure U funding, and talked about that, and then talked about the all the other um, <laughs> North Sac. I don't know why that <laughs> don't know why they didn't speak to the South Sac funded projects, but they also described um, 
the all the other North Sac participatory budget recipients. So a shout out to the observer for um, highlighting the investments in North Sac, which is um, to Member Sala's um, points, very much a um, community that that deserves, yeah, very much underserves and very much deserves um, investment to um, revitalize. So that that was that was a nice thing to see last week. And are there any? Members of the public who wish to comment on items not on the agenda. Thank you, Chair. I have no speaker slips. Thank you. Um, with that, no other business. The meeting is adjourned. Thank you, everybody. <laughs>